Dear brothers, good morning. Happy Monday to all of you. I have prayed and thought quite a lot about this topic today uh, before bringing it to all of you. And I continue to pray that what we discuss today will hopefully bring something good and maybe bring some clarity to all of us. A question I have asked myself for a lot of years now is, why do we suffer? A heavier question for a Monday. And there have only been thousands of books written on the topic. And yet, maybe my hubris thinks that in a 10-minute podcast episode, we can break it down and get some good knowledge from it. But hey, let's give it a try. I'll admit, even as someone who is God-fearing and Bible-believing and has read pretty expansively on the topic of suffering, it's still a bit of a mystery as to why we suffer, as can be agreed upon by the masses of theologians and scholars and philosophers and the like. So, do we suffer because of bad luck? Is it because we live in a fallen world? Is it because evil exists? Is it because God is punishing us or he's trying to push us in a certain direction? Is it because we have free will and are conscious and sentient beings? Are we individually the main cause of most of our suffering? I've come to the conclusion that the reason we suffer is really a conglomerate of all of those things. To point out one of those answers and say, yes, that's the reason we suffer, that alone, there it is, is a bit closed-minded and certainly reductionist in our approach to figuring this out. So, although putting all of those ideas together may be an incomplete view of suffering, it is certainly not an inefficient one. I think that we can all agree that suffering exists. As C.S. Lewis wrote, Try to exclude the possibility of suffering, which the order of nature and the existence of free will involve, and you find that you have excluded life itself. I can't help but agree with my friend Lewis here. A life without suffering doesn't exist. Utopias are found in books, not on earth. So the question becomes, with suffering being a bit of a mystery, what do we know about suffering? Firstly, suffering is inevitable. All of us will suffer in some capacity, from not making the high school basketball team, to being dumped by a girl, to being forced out of our job, to spilling coffee all over our laptops, and even out to the extremes of losing a child to cancer or a parent to a car crash. We all know that suffering cannot be avoided. It's just a fact. Struggle spares no man. Second, suffering will either bring you closer to God or a higher power or further. There is really no staying in the middle. When someone has a tragic moment or a difficulty arises in their lives, they are either going to pursue more help from above or they're going to reject it. At the very least, they're going to stray further from God or from something higher. I am someone who quite literally rejected the concept of God wholesale for many years after some of my own personal and family battles. Third, embracing suffering creates victors. Letting suffering conquer you creates victims. In the great span of history, 
Every greatness achieved in personal battle won has been because someone took hold of their suffering and transformed it into something great. Those that played the woe is me game or let their suffering define them became victims and eventually lose. Fourth, real peace and joy can only be found in facing suffering boldly and offering the wisdom of that to other people. Joy and peace are not found in getting things from the world. The offering of your suffering to other people to benefit them is where real prosperity can be found. Lastly, everything in nature requires suffering to become the best version of itself. From the birds to the stars, to becoming a successful businessman, to being a good father, to Alan Collins playing the four minute guitar solo from Freebird in front of 100,000 people, all of it requires some form of suffering to get to that point. I have found those five areas about suffering to be inevitably true. Sure, you can poke at them, but those five really hit on what suffering can be. Yet, where I think the greatest importance of suffering can be found is in the image of Jesus on the cross. Even the night before the crucifixion, Jesus asked his father if he must do this. And we all know what the answer was. You see, Christ, although beaten, battered, wounded, spit on, stabbed, laughed at, slung up on a cross, nails in his feet and his hands, found peace on the cross. Why? Because he was doing what he was meant to do. He was suffering so that we might find a different path, a salvation. In his suffering, we are given a new lease on life. He suffered immensely so that we might not. Even for those of you who might not see God as real or struggle with his existence or you just don't see that as being realistic. You can't deny that the image of Christ on the cross is the greatest example of meaningful suffering. You don't have to accept that what he did saves you. That's between you and him. But you cannot say that the message behind the crucifixion bears little or no meaning. You see, guys, in my eyes, suffering is a gateway. And there are two paths which split from it. God stands in front of these roads and does not interject as you make a decision. One road is where suffering swallows you whole. You succumb to it and God stands nearby, watching like a father waiting for his son to make a difficult decision. The other path is where you take possession of your suffering. You choose to learn from it feel its sting, and realize that beauty is created by that pain. As Seneca has said, a gem cannot be polished without friction, nor a man perfected without trials. When you choose this path, God wraps his arm around your shoulder and guides you along the path to how your suffering can bring meaning to others' lives. How your suffering can inevitably bring beauty to the world where darkness once existed. Remember guys, the only reason we know what something beautiful is, is because we know what is foul. Let me make a further point. 
the road where God wraps his arm around you, right, doesn't mean that it's an easy road. It will be treacherous. It may hurt more. It will burn you further as you are refined by the fire. If you want greatness, the obstacle must become the way like Ryan Holiday has so aptly taught us. But that obstacle can hurt, it can bruise, it can even maim. Yet, when we continue pushing, and moreover, when we put our trust in God, that goodness will come from our suffering, the work of the divine can come upon the earth, and we can thrive. But what about those who succumb to their suffering, who take that first path? Are they just a lost cause? Absolutely never. All of us have done this at some point. Each and every day, you get to walk back to that gate and make the decision again about which path you want to go down. Do you want the easy road again? Has it given you anything? Or are you allowing it to take everything from you? You've not found peace. You haven't found joy. You haven't found meaning. You have found what I like to call hollow suffering. Without suffering, or without meaning, excuse me, your suffering will eat you alive. But know this, God never leaves your side. Even as suffering is there taking over, his hand is waiting for you. He can pull you out of the abyss anytime you so choose to reach up and grab his hand. And he'll bring you to the other side, to that other path, where your suffering can then find meaning. There comes a time when we realize we can't do this alone. And we must admit, as my good friend Mr. Lewis has said, you must do this, God. I can't. In closing, boys, when you ask God for greatness or to get through your suffering, difficulty is going to find you. Greatness cannot occur without the overcoming of adversity. You must maintain an unwavering faith that through your perseverance and effort, excellence will find you on the other side. You must be disciplined in your pursuits, and most of all, willing to accept that you do not know everything about the mysteries of suffering. But what you do know is that those who face it boldly come out champions, not only for themselves, but for everyone around them. The world needs men who are those kind of champions. Now, go face the dragon that is suffering. Slay him and bring the golden wisdom of that back to your village. God bless all of you. Be strong. Let's get after it today, boys.